0: A smart insurance man aren't
1: you mr Mann? oh look barbara Stanwyck. i just love barbara Stanwyck. Oh, yeah she's good she had that wonderful voice that husky deep voice i just love that voice huh. you know mom you have kind of a barbara stanwicky voice oh, i do not i mean it you could have gotten fred mcmurray to off dad if you would really wanted to you do enjoy teasing me don't you I'm Philip. I'm Courtney.
0: And we're here to talk about the movie Double Indemnity. So, Courtney, what is your history with this movie?
1: I've seen it lots of times. I feel like it was one of those movies that was like on AMC or something, and I would just sit and watch it when I right. saw that it was on. My mom really liked
0: it. I've seen it once. I actually bought the movie for Unspooled, which is going through the AFI Top 100 Movies, and it was a podcast, and it's still going on. But I bought the movie just because I was trying to keep up with the movies that they were watching. And I was wanting to watch it before the next podcast. And then I realized that a lot of the movies on the top 100 I had no interest in. So eventually I stopped that goal. And luckily that was after I watched Double Indemnity, though. So I had watched It's a
1: movie. good movie. I had never heard of it. Wait, hold on. Let's talk about our lives.
0: Oh. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want so desperately for that to not be part of No, I'm
0: platform. fine with it. I'm fine with it. I just don't like talking about myself. But OSU, though, is rocking it, and that's what people want to know about is the OSU Cowboys beating Texas last week at homecoming. Yay. Um, (laughs) They they play Kansas State today. Today? This has been released on (laughs) Saturday.
1: On the day we're releasing this, they're playing Kansas State. No,
0: I pretend like we record. They are playing Kansas State. People don't think you're
1: talking live. But that's
0: how you do it, man. I'm in the biz. No,
1: I hear podcasts all the time that say, like, when this is released.
0: But That's I prefer to happy. act like I'm recording it on the same day. I'm in the biz. There's I have no like one, I have like three of the podcasts. There's I mean, no
1: one in the world that I, thinks that people with two small children are getting up Saturday morning. I don't
0: think they actually think that, but I like to pretend it. Okay.
1: So next Saturday. So
0: today, they're like
1: Kansas State. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah, I'm
0: not reading anything, even though this past Tuesday, which is actually tomorrow... wait what no this past tuesday because from saturday oh got it i am getting a new
1: you're just messing everything up
0: (laughs) i am getting a new book tomorrow it it is about bo jackson which i talked about last time by jeff perlman and i'm excited to get into the story of bo jackson
1: i finished a book today yeah i finished john green's he's the one who wrote the fault in our stars but that was not what i read what did i read what was it called turtles all the way down that's what i read that sounds made up it was good was it good it was definitely a ya book which so it was an easy read and now i'm reading the hate you give that sounds mean it was a movie with Amanda stanberg stanberg oh, okay but i haven't seen the movie and i wanted to read the book first okay so i'm reading it on my ebook i just started it tonight though it's good awesome, awesome i feel like i've read like three books since the last time we did a podcast i need to stop reading
0: I, don't know. I finished. I think I'd already finished the book I was reading when we last recorded, and now I'm just waiting for this one to come in. I didn't want to start another one in between.
1: I can't do that.
0: It's easy. You I just... can't
1: just not read. It's not how I've always been, but in the last year, I can't not be reading a book. I can't be like in between books. I need to like have the next one ready. I have to be reading something all the time. It's important. What else is new in your Rego
0: life? Ringo Starr has gotten COVID twice. No, back to back. No like he
1: how would you know what like how back to back is it like well, did he, he test can- negative in between
0: yeah he texted oh. negative in between and mm-hmm. then tested so it might have been a false negative I but he had to cancel his tour
1: i can't lose ringo
0: so there is that
1: i can't lose ringo that's
0: not personal for me but
1: i have always believed that ringo will be the remaining beetle although paul's doing great so i don't know but don't in my know. heart i always thought
0: this friday a deluxe edition of revolvers coming out. <sighs> which I'm excited about.
1: Cool.
0: You know, the Revolver, and for those who are interested in this, which is all of you, I'm sure, Revolver nowadays is thought of as the Beatles' best album.
1: What's on a Revolver?
0: Um, Yellow Submarine, Eleanor oh. Rigby, oh. Um, Here, There, and Everywhere, which I don't know if you know, Tomorrow Never Knows, Taxman. I
1: know
0: those. Okay. And the song For No One, which is one of the most underrated Beatles songs in the history of Beatles songs. But... It is actually not their best album. It's four or five, and it is overrated nowadays. That's
1: just up so... to interpretation. Oh, right? yeah. It's
0: my 100% my opinion. <laughs> oh, okay. But in this moment, my opinion is correct. Because, me with me. because Rubber Soul is in front of it, Sgt. Pepper's in front of it, Abbey Road's in front of it. So I put it at fourth. Maybe even A Hard Day's Night. Maybe fifth. Uh, what's new with you?
1: I got a robot back.
0: It's going right now, so the people might be able to hear it.
1: I love it so much. As we're recording. <laughs> I have been waffling for years over whether or not we should get one because I've heard mixed reviews from everybody that like it doesn't do anything. But then also it's amazing. There's no in between. I feel like nobody was like, it's all right. It was like either. It's awful or it's horrible. Yeah. And so like for years I was debating getting it and I'm really glad I did. It was on super sale when I got it. But Lee has named it Cookie. It's now a member of the family. Suki's terrified of it.
0: Suki being our cat. Not everyone might know, might know who Suki is.
1: I think the people listening to the podcast know no. that Suki is our cat. No. Suki St. James, Hundreds named after people. Gilmore Girls. There you go. Suki's terrified of it. I think Suki thinks that like we replaced Charlie with it. Charlie's mm-hmm. also our cat. Suki he died. passed away. I think we talked about that in the last one. I think we did. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that's happened um, in my life. <laughs>
0: No, I just had a few days being at home by myself because we had fall break and we sent the kids away.
1: Oh yeah, that was, was enjoyable. I had all day sitting in myself. I slept on the couch for about forty five minutes. It was great. <laughs> I read for a little bit and then I put the book down and I passed out.
0: It was a perfect day to stay at home by yourself because it was
1: storming outside. Oh my god, it was so nice. I did go out. I went out to the grocery store um this morning because I wanted to do it before the weather got really bad. And I did, and then I came home and I did not leave the house again until I went to therapy. And I went to the library to return the book I finished and pick up two more books.
0: This has been another installment of What's New With Us?
1: da 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 da, da. What's new with us?
0: That's not going to catch on like my Gene Kelly song is.
1: The Gene Kelly one caught on? I use it every so in my
0: opinion, it has <laughs> caught on. Who
1: caught on to it? I don't
0: know. It's on the Billboard charts. All right, so back to Double Indemnity.
1: I love this movie sorry we haven't graded it yet i just really like
0: this movie so you will give it pretty high grade i will yeah. this is one of two noir movies that i've actually seen oh really yeah the other one is sunset boulevard <sighs> which i hate
1: i think we have to watch that one i love that you don't is- like that movie oh, it's so boring oh my god i love i'm that gonna movie. give
0: that such a low grade oh
1: my gosh
0: oh no i'm so this- distraught this is the beginning of the end
1: i love that movie oh
0: it's boring. The only thing that's good about that movie, in my opinion, is that it's been parodied so many times. It was parodied on Animaniacs.
1: I love in that the 90s. movie. I love that movie. I'm so sad you don't like it. I can't wait until we watch it. I like it. We're um, watching like, a bunch of, what's the actor's name? William Holden. I'm William Holden. We're watching a bunch of William Holden. I Hatties like William Holden. Out. We're watching Stalag something. 57? 57.
0: Is it 57? It's I don't know. a number. 17? I don't know. I've never seen that movie.
1: Still lag 19? Is it 19? Still Still lag. Still lag. Yeah. S-T-A-G. L-A-G.
0: I've seen it before. I don't know anything about it.
1: And I think Sabrina at the same time as well. Okay. okay. I have seen that movie too. I love that movie too.
0: But no, Sense of Boulevard. Boring. Oh, sad. It's also been made into a musical in the 90s.
1: I know. I by remember. Andrew Lloyd Webber. I would like to see. Andrew Lloyd Webber did it? I yeah, he that. did the music for it. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm sorry. Double Indemnity is one of two noir movies I've seen. Not including, I guess, Steve Martin's parody called Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Did I watch
1: that with you?
0: I think so. I have it. I have it on DVD, so you probably did. But it's like his parody on his satire. I think I did watch that with you. On noir movies. So, when has this been mentioned in Gilmore Girls?
1: Just once. Just a clip we heard at the beginning in season (laughs) one.
0: Are we still in season one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're we have another thirty movies for season one.
1: (laughs) Season one, episode nine, when Lorelai and Emily are watching (laughs) *Double Indemnity*, and Lorelai says that Emily has a Barbara Stanwyck voice, which is true.
0: Let's go ahead and get into it. We start with Walter Neff, who is played by Fred McMurray. Which this comes to the (laughs) one hundred and fiftieth most favorite segment in any podcast five degrees five degrees or less of gene kelly we're not doing so well anymore no with fred mcmurray fred mcmurray is in shaggy dog he is in the original shaggy yeah he's the one who plays the shaggy dog he does the guy who becomes the dog yeah no but
1: it's been a kid it's also. fred
0: mcmurray in the 60s and then our favorite person in the world crook cameron played him in the 90s oh yeah with with sarcasm wait why do i feel like
1: tim allen was in a shaggy dog movie
0: tim allen played him kirk cameron did the kid who wore the like computer wore tennis shoes which was a remake from an earlier
1: movie oh he did i didn't even know they remade that
0: yeah he did something like that you're right that was tim allen tim allen was a shaggy dog i'm sorry i dislike him for a lot of the same reasons i dislike Kirk cameron though so it, it works out well
1: kirk cameron wasn't your link was he no, it was not. Okay, good. Gotcha. So, Fred McMurray
0: is in Shaggy Dog with Gene Hagan. Do you know who Gene Hagan is?
1: No, but is the link she? that she has the same name as Gene Kelly? No,
0: she isn't singing <laughs> in the rain with Gene Kelly. Do you know who Gene Hagan plays?
1: Is she the one with the black hair? No, because that one, I don't know.
0: She plays Lena Lamont.
1: Yeah, the one with the black hair.
0: Lena Lamont is the... Just kidding. No, Lena Lamont in Singing in the Rain is the one of the horrible See? Right. The, the leading lady. Who in is all, she in
1: Shaggy Dog?
0: I don't know. I just, her name was just there. I don't remember. It's oh. been so long since I've seen the movie. She has black hair, though. Origi- like, she has black hair in okay. Shaggy who's Dog. who's
1: the one I'm thinking of? Is that Singing in the Rain with the black hair?
0: That's Debbie Reynolds.
1: No, it's not Singing in the Rain. It's another movie. What movie is it? This Ooh. is going to bother
0: me. Shaggy Dog... Have, I believe Lela or Gene Hagen has dark hair, so she. No,
1: that's know. not who I'm thinking of. It, it's uh, a different name that I'm mixing up.
0: She plays Frida Daniels. And Shaggy Dog.
1: What movie am I thinking of? This has a big dance sequence. Are
0: you talking <laughs> about Gene Kelly?
1: The no one <laughs> he dances? Just reala- I just realized about what I said.
0: Ciceroes. You're probably thinking about
1: What movie is he in with her?
0: He's in Brigadoon. But also, she has the dark hair in the Broadway melody sequences.
1: On Singing in
0: the Rain. In Singing in the Rain.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's Sid Charisse. I
1: know. I knew that. I know. And Sid Charisse, I know who is. I just right. got confused. The...
0: She's also in another movie with Gene Kelly called It's Always Fair Weather. Oh. Is the, she's also in that movie. So, that is my... And that was actually the second connection I thought I saw. I, think, I don't remember if it was Fred McMurray. It might have been Stanwyck. I saw another connection, but the connection was Frank Sinatra. And I was like, I don't want to use Frank Sinatra. So I was very excited when I saw Gene Hagen. So back to the movie that we have not talked about at all.
1: Fred McMurray is an attractive man, but I feel like he's like deceptively attractive. Like when you first see him on screen, you're like, okay, he's all right. But anytime they did a close-up on him, I was like, oh, he's a really good looking guy. Like he's not a stereotypical leading man, I feel. Because he probably wasn't. in. He was a leading man in this. I can't really think of anything else he was in.
0: Yeah, and he was usually in comedies. Like but he's
1: a very good-looking guy.
0: Even before this, he was not he was sure. Comedies. He, well, they weren't sure if he would be able to do it because he was in comedies. Then after this, he was in The Absent-Minded Professor. and he was Really? Still... Yeah, he plays the professor. No. Yeah. <coughs> no. Yeah. Anyways, he's in The Absent-Minded <laughs> Professor. I'm arguing with myself over here.
1: Obviously.
0: <laughs> and he was in Shaggy Dog and other stuff. Did a lot of Disney stuff, which is what the Shaggy Dog is.
1: Yes, but yeah. Isn't the Absent-Minded Professor? I believe that's Disney I
0: believe that's Disney as well.
1: Anyway, he's a good-looking dude.
0: Good job, Fred.
1: He's not classically good-looking, but he's. Good-looking. Who's classically good-looking? Like every single name has gone out of my head now. I don't know who's the one I'm bringing up, baby.
0: My husband, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> that's the answer. That's the answer we were all looking for. You're thinking of Cary Grant.
1: Yes, Cary Grant.
0: Yeah, and my first thought was William Holden because we've already talked about him. Oh, that's true.
1: I will say before you start painting me as this like awful wife that doesn't think you're attractive, I didn't really. I'm <laughs> just kidding. When you and I first started dating, <laughs> and friends would ask me if you were hot, I would say he is handsome. He looks like an old-fashioned movie star. <laughs> I swear I did. That was how I described you.
0: That's okay. I was not. Um, I was just joking. I
1: don't feel that way now.
0: Woo! Okay. So,
1: Walter. <laughs> You're mean to me now.
0: <laughs> so, Walter Neff is a successful insurance salesman for Pacific All Risk, and he's returning to his office building in downtown Los Angeles late one night. He is in pain and sits down at his desk and tells a whole story into a dictaphone for his colleague, Barton Keys, a claims adjuster. So, he starts in, and you don't really know what something's wrong, by the way. He stumbles in, and then he's yeah. in pain. And that's... But at
1: the end, Keith says you were trailing blood and, like, you don't see any blood. It was in the
0: 40s. They're not going to show blood. At the
1: ends at the end, after he's been sitting there a while, you can see it. Yeah. On that's, a true. Shack that's true.
0: So he starts this story. And it's the story of how he meets Phyllis Dietrichson, played by
1: uh, Barbara Stanwyck. Mm-hmm. Let's just say <laughs> that is the most unattractive name Phyllis Dietrichson yeah if you hear that name without thinking of barbara Stanwyck, wouldn't you be like wow that's probably like a middle-aged old lady that like is not attractive <laughs> it's just a really unattractive yeah. name i don't know was phyllis like a good name back then i
0: don't know i wasn't alive
1: i mean you I f- act like you were i don't
0: act like i was alive in the 40s <laughs> back in my day i don't know i would assume not but i wasn't around back then so he meets phyllis during a routine house call to renew an automobile Insurance policy for her husband. A flirtation develops, and man, the way they flirt was I love the suppose we do this, suppose I do this, suppose it's just humorous. That's
1: weird. And also, and I'm sure this is the sign of the times, he walked into her house and just lit a cigarette, didn't say anything, didn't ask mm-hmm. for if it was okay, he didn't ask for an ashtray or anything. If a man walked into my house and just started smoking. I'll be like, get out of my house. I like, mean, not this is it
0: 2022. Because... <laughs>
1: I understand. That was 80 years ago. I understand. But, okay, here's the thing. They didn't, I said this last night, they didn't know how dangerous it was for your health back yeah. then. But they did know that cigarette smoke smells <laughs> awful and leaves ashes everywhere. I feel like just politeness would be like, do you mind if I smoke in here?
0: I feel, and like I said earlier, I was in a library this time. the worked like I was. I feel like it was just a given that people smoked.
1: But so the, when people
0: go into houses, it'd be a given. Oh, they'll light a cigarette because that's what people do.
1: At the very least, it would say, do you have an ashtray or something? I'm just thinking of you don't just smoke and walk around with your cigarette in a home because you're dropping ashes everywhere mm-hmm. and like the smell. I just I don't know. I don't know. I feel like even though they didn't know it was harmful, they still knew that it was like gross. <laughs> <It>
0: was <good. laughs> but they didn't care. Like you wouldn't
1: chew tobacco in somebody's house because you have to spit.
0: That's true. Unless you carry a bottle.
1: That's so gross. That is. I don't think... I, I dated a guy who chewed tobacco. I don't know that he ever had a bottle with him. He also was very intentional to not do it in front of me. Oh, no. He used those little pouches. They have these new things. Which, like, why are they developing things in the world of chewing tobacco? But these like little pouches. I know so it's not. It. it's not like you just grab a gunk of it like a lump of it and you stick it in your mouth There was like a pouch and you put the pouch in your gums okay we're moving on so you don't have to spit i think is what is right. the purpose of that
0: The flirtation develops <laughs> at least until Neff hears phyllis wonder how she could take out a policy on her husband's life without him knowing it Neff knows that she means murder and wants no part of it
1: and he walks away and the movie ends
0: that is not how it works out. it should have then, it'd be, then they wouldn't talk
1: about this movie in I know, but I want to believe Gilmore that Neff is a good person.
0: He killed somebody.
1: He killed two somebody. <laughs> but to
0: be fair, the second person he killed tried to kill him first.
1: Yeah, but he yeah. had his back but, turned her when she tried to kill him. He was, like, right up on top of her, shooting her in the stomach.
0: Yeah, at, at I know. So, so, which makes her the worst person because his back was turned. No,
1: that you makes... You don't sense.
0: try to kill somebody with their back turned.
1: That makes him more cold-blooded that he was, like kissing her as he was shooting her. No, you can't no. argue this one. No, you can't argue it. It's like when you fight somebody that's there you can't do that. I understand it is dirtier to shoot at somebody when their back is turned, but it is more cold blooded and evil to do it when you're That's because is she tried to mouth. kill him. Then he shouldn't have kissed her. Yeah that's his That's what I'm saying but <laughs> um. <gasps> anyway I wanted to believe it was a good guy. Yeah, I know he's not I've seen it a lot but I just wanted to believe it.
0: I think it's also hard because Fred McMurray is a good guy. Like in other movies. And he has a bit. And I think because he has a it's very innocent
1: actor. face. Like in my mind I mix up him and it's gone. The name is gone. It's gone. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Jim Jimmy Jim Jimmy Duranti.
0: I'm just kidding. That's not you me. know
1: exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. I think Except know not me. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Just kidding. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Oh Jimmy Stewart. Yes. <laughs> 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 no, I know who Jimmy Stewart is. I just forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you I'm having a lot McMur- names you get,
1: today. You get
0: Fred McMurray mixed up with No,
1: Jimmy I don't get them mixed Stewart? up. I just feel like they are similar in my mind. The type of people they are, oh, the look like, they have, the image. Aw, shots, type yes. attitude? Yes. They are mixed up in that way in my mind. They are intertwined. I won't say mixed up. They're intertwined in that way. In it was hard for me to believe that he was a killer.
0: Jimmy Stewart also played a killer. And I don't know if we're going to discuss it. One of the Thin Man movies. Oh, yeah. Which is my favorite Thin Man movie. We're doing the first one. I don't think we're doing that one.
1: I think, yeah, I think there's only one Thin Man reference. Yeah,
0: but in one movie, and you don't find out until the end that he's the killer. But
1: I do remember watching that. Wasn't he older in that?
0: No, he's like in the 30s. Oh. He was super young. Just kidding. Really I don't good. know.
1: Have, if we learn nothing, it's that the minute this mic turns on, you get the dumb. I get the dumb.
0: Yeah. We are going
1: 34th Street and It's a Wonderful Life were two totally different movies.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what the actors made. I mean, Christmas
1: is the only thing they have in common. And It's a Wonderful Life is
0: also not a Christmas movie, but we don't need to get into that right now.
1: Isn't it Christmas Eve, though? Like, 20
0: minutes of the movie.
1: But, like, the whole point is that, like, he was going to end his life on Christmas Eve.
0: It was that he was going to end his life. Christmas Eve is really minuscule in the plot. Aww.
1: I don't know that this and is like a diehard it, argument. I think that like that's well, more of
0: a- it's a wonderful life. Like I will go on and say Diehard's in my opinion is not a Christmas movie. It's a wonderful life is less of a Christmas movie. Oh that's wrong. I would watch I would say the Die Hard's more of a Christmas that's, movie than It's wrong. a Wonderful
1: You're Life. Wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. Well then we need to have a
0: podcast so we can debate it.
1: There was a this is gonna sound really bad. I was watching a TikTok with a girl who everything every word has been pulled out of my head. What Tourette's she has Tourette's yeah and she has ticks, And so as soon as she turns on the camera and sees herself, she's like really aware of the ticks she's doing. And so she does more of them. But like she says that in her real life, she doesn't do it that often. And one of her ticks is that she goes, you're done. She'll be in the middle of a sentence and she goes, you're done. And I'd like just got that in my head that I was going to do that. But I realized it wasn't from a movie or a TV show. It was just from a random TikTok person. <laughs> so I won't do that. Because <laughs> I feel like it would be making fun of her tick, And I don't want to do that.
0: Oh yes,
1: I like her though. So, she also curses a lot. That's the only one where she doesn't curse.
0: Phyllis pursues Neff to his own home and persuades him that the two of them together can kill her husband. Neff knows all the tricks of the trade and comes up with a plan in which Phyllis's husband will die an unlikely death. In this case, being thrown from a train, Pacific All risk will therefore be required by the double indemnity. It's name of the movie clause. In the insurance policy, to pay the widow twice the normal amount.
1: Despite what I thought when I was younger, double indemnity has absolutely nothing to do with double jeopardy. (laughs) Two very different things. Okay. Completely different.
0: There's not a game show called Indemnity, and then you would have double indemnity. That's not a thing.
1: None of what you said is a thing.
0: I know that. (laughs) I know.
1: You okay. I think I'm smart until I until I do this.
0: What well, we should do it without a microphone? We should just do it in our room with and not record. I
1: have been wanting to record this from our bed forever.
0: No, you, you won't let me
1: do things. No, else. I
0: think we will get more of the dumb. Because
1: we're oh. just laying
0: back, relaxing. No, we'll be
1: more relaxed, and we'll like. I'm not. Mov- I don't want to move a
0: microphone
1: and our computer inhibited. into the bed. I really like just living life. From the bed. To <laughs> <laughs> so eat all my meals there. That <laughs> like, is true. And there? I like
0: to be, live life other places.
1: To be fair, I did spend time on the couch too. I
0: know. I was shocked.
1: I slept on the couch, not in the bed.
0: Keys, a t- tenacious investigator like Keys. does not suspect foul play at first.
1: Okay, but is he Wait. an investigator? He's an or insurance adjuster. He's like a claims adjuster.
0: Yeah, but he was really into investigating. I'm not saying he is an investigator. Yeah, but he's a tenacious someone who investigates. I
1: want to know though. I need to find somebody who works in insurance because does the insurance company really investigate these claims? This I would doubt it. Which I feel like you would pass it off to the police. This, be like, this seems fishy. Can you look into this? Yeah, uh, this
0: actually skips over a little bit. They skipped over the murder, oh. <laughs> which I find interesting. uh, I got IMDB summary or synopsis and they skipped over that. But also we skipped over the part where he goes to his car and the victim's daughter is just hanging out in his car. so creepy. Which seemed odd. And me, (laughs) we're in the middle of watching One Tree Hill. So I was shocked that she still had clothes on, because <laughs> Brooke and then whenever they're in the car, they take off all their clothes before and, the guy shows up.
1: And, and Rachel, Rachel did it too.
0: Yeah, and now and now and now and then Rachel want, wants to be with Cooper, who's older, so that kind of fits this, even though he's a little bit older. Fred McMurray's character is, but I was shocked that she had clothes on, and then I realized this isn't One Tree Hill. This is a 1940s movie. One oh, Tree Hill is great.
1: But nothing else needs to be One Tree Hill. Real life doesn't need to be One Tree Hill. Yeah. Other shows don't need to be One Tree Hill.
0: But anyways, so she did have all her clothes on. Yes, she did. But it was weird.
1: It was weird. And then it was weird that he well, was like, okay. because you think of how long they were in the house after mm-hmm. she left. Like, yeah. she left and then they, like, had him sign all the paperwork and stuff. And then Fred McMurray left. She was sitting yeah. in his car for, like, at least ten minutes. Yeah.
0: And I thought it was weird that he just went ahead and drove her. I, I feel like if i were him i would have said no get out
1: i would have been like you know what that's i'm not going that way
0: <laughs> yeah so the murder does happen and yes. i don't know why i mean, he skipped it maybe i don't know I They're driving him, she's
1: driving the train mcmurray's in the back mm-hmm. seat and he's in the back seat he does something what do you think he, he did strangles
0: I assume he has, like, a rope or something and goes behind and strangles See, that
1: seemed weird to me, though, because they didn't have the investigation stuff that they have now. But if he gets thrown off a train, they're going to see he was strangled. There's evidence when someone is strangled. And I think the point was that it was supposed to be, like, an accidental death. So, like, how could they look at him and be like, must have just fallen? (laughs) It just seems crazy.
0: Did they do that with the body?
1: They threw it off the train. Okay. I think... No, they didn't throw it off the train. Sorry. He jumped off the train. Fred McMurray went on the train as her husband. Yeah. Jumped off the train, and then they put his body on the tracks.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's true.
1: So I was wondering if maybe he, like, suffocated him, because that wouldn't show anything.
0: Yeah, they probably, I guess he would do that. Or
1: if he had, like, a poison or something in a... I'm thinking of when, like serial killers take like napkins of chloroform but that doesn't kill you it just knocks you out no. so i'm wondering if ace could have Ventura does
0: that in ace Ventura when he's trying to find the super bowl ring
1: never seen ace Ventura.
0: Mm, it's
1: oh, i'm gonna have to watch ace Ventura.
0: it's one of those movies that's good but extremely problematic nowadays oh and
1: we're gonna have to watch the cable guy
0: that's not a bad movie that's actually one of his more underrated movies
1: because rory goes got a package
0: but i haven't that's watched cool. this since the mid-90s so it might be awful So I
1: have no idea. Anyway, I was thinking, because they don't show him doing it, obviously. They just show Barbara Stanwyck's gorgeous, stunning face reacting to this man killing her husband. But I thought he strangled him first. And then I thought, no, they're going to see that. Like, you have to apply pressure. Unless he did it with his hands. And I
0: want to talk about Barbara Stanwyck real quick. Because
1: you mentioned that she's she's
0: gorgeous. And I think I felt about her the way you feel about Fred McMurray. And that I don't think she's really attractive.
1: She's not, like, but classically pretty. There
0: were moments where she might be considered. But the I really, but I didn't think she was really classically tra- attractive at all.
1: The way they filmed back then, like, with the glossy mm-hmm. shots, like, th- it just made women look really pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it did for men. But it made women look – it made their skin look very, like, clear and – Yeah. I don't know. There's so something about the, like, glossy film that they used made her look very attractive.
0: So I don't know how they – because I always assumed it was just being strangled. Even if but you're he right, with they would have fingers, been, able no- they been able to notice that yeah. he was strangled. even
1: him. if he had come behind him and done it with his hands, he would have still crushed his trachea, and they would have noticed that.
0: Yeah. Plot hole. So Keyes does not suspect foul play at first, but eventually concludes that a Dietrichson woman and an unknown accomplice must be behind the husband's death. He has no reason to be suspicious of Neff, someone he has worked with for quite some time and admires. Neff is not only worried about keys, the victim's daughter, Lola, comes to
1: Her name was Lola. Yeah. Her name was Lola. Name Lola. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. It just, Speaking
0: like, of, 100%. I freaking love that song. I probably listen to that song like once I used to, like once every week. Seriously? Oh yeah. The Copacabana? That's so I weird. love that song.
1: Who sings that? They're not gonna tell you in the song who sings it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sing it. It's not around Stuart. What am I thinking? Oh, that's gonna bother me. I feel like
1: it's like Paul Anka. Or no, like, it's not Paul Anka. But like someone of that yeah genre, uh,
0: Barry Manilow.
1: Barry Manilow. Okay.
0: I was gonna. I was gonna that was say, another name of. But talking. also, I love Barry Manilow. Like, there's another. Uh, there's like another two or three songs. that Okay, play. then
1: you and I need to watch the episode where I... Rory finds a Barry Manilow CD in the car. Yeah teases am In fact, one
0: time I put on Facebook that I'm a fan of and I don't care who knows. The it's so
1: weird. <laughs> I like her. Uh, How have we been together this long I and I did not know this Anyway, we'll have to watch that episode where she teases her Yeah. Because where it goes, looks like we made it. It's good stuff. good stuff. Did you ever see Can't Hardly Wait? Can't Hardly really Wait? Yeah.
0: With Jennifer LeFewitt? You better believe I saw that in the
1: mid-90s. <laughs> They have that whole thing I with, love with, um, if you're... with Ethan, what's his face? Embry? Yeah, where he's listening to the radio and he hears the song Mandy.
0: I feel like I've watched that movie. You and I watched it together recently. I you? love
1: that movie. I probably. feel like I watched it recently. Probably. probably, because I love it. And I probably think about it like once a week. Like it's a movie that like just pops in my head, randomly. The Stone is also in it. No, she's not. 100% she's not. Melissa Joan Hart is in it.
0: I was thinking of Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. I was like, I'm, pretty, is in it. I'm pretty sure she is. No, I was saying Melissa John Hart. You're right. Yeah, very like small part.
1: Cheerleader.
0: Yeah. It's a good movie. But I don't remember the very Manilow part. That's, Are you going to beat me up? Huh? No,
1: I'm just like, that's like a big part. Because <laughs> he's in love with her name and her name's Amanda and then he hears the song Mandy and then his friend tells him, I think he wrote that song about his dog.
0: Oh, I remember. But anyway.
1: And Jenna Elfman's in it. She's an angel. Oh, yeah, she
0: is kind of near the end-ish. So we got there. (laughs) We got there because the victim's daughter's name is Lola.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow, that was a really big (laughs) detour. So I apologize. (laughs) I thought we were going to go into Friends from that song but we did not.
0: So the victim's daughter, Lola, comes to him convinced that her stepmother, Phyllis, is behind her father's death death because her mother also died under suspicious circumstances when she was her nurse. Neff begins to care about what happened to Lola. I was interested if, wouldn't they know that her mom died? Wouldn't that be knowledge? Wouldn't, I don't don't know. I feel like if someone's mother or someone's wife dies under suspicious.
1: She was already sick. She had a nurse.
0: I don't know. I think that's too much of a coincidence.
1: She was already sick. She had a nurse.
0: Okay, I, she was
1: sick and probably could have gotten better, but it was the what? 30s, 40s? This
0: was movie was it 44, 42? Yeah, it
1: was in the 40s. So, so someone mean, could get a cold then, and it would kill them. I don't think yeah, anyone I, would think her nurse killed her. I just I and I also don't think anyone would think anything of the nurse then marrying the widower because that was. Probably but then the widower was
0: dead. Like I feel like there are
1: these. Yeah, but I don't know that they would have put that together. They're not interviewing Lola. They have no reason to know. Her name was Lola. They have no reason to know that Phyllis was his late wife's nurse. Today, they would know because they would pull that information out. But back then, they wouldn't know unless someone volunteered the information like Lola.
0: What was your name? Oh, my God. Okay. We're done. (laughs) You're going to start saying that to me. (laughs) Neff begins to care about what might happen to Lola, both of whose parents have been murdered. It is for this reason Phyllis wants her killed because she had suspected her of murdering her parents in the first place.
1: Phyllis wants Lola
0: killed. What? Hold on, I didn't understand. Don't <laughs> Don't give me an attitude
1: hold like on. I messed it up. Hold on. Lola
0: wants
1: Phyllis killed.
0: Yeah, Lola wants Phyllis killed because she had suspected. Her- yeah, the IMDb messed up.
1: Okay.
0: Lola wants Phyllis killed because she had suspected her of murdering her parents in the first place. Then he learns Phyllis is seeing Lola's boyfriend, Nino, behind his back. And if anything sounds wrong, stop me. Because as you can see, it's not 100% accurate.
1: I thought Lola just thought that Nino was seeing Phyllis. Was Nino actually seeing Phyllis?
0: This is as it is, but yeah. I, it's been wrong before.
1: But he did come to the house after. Yeah, that. he came to the house. Yeah, so maybe. Trying to
0: save himself and no longer care about the money, Neff believes the only way out is to make the police think Phyllis and Lola's boyfriend did the murder which is what Keyes now believes anyway. However, when Neff and Phyllis meet, she tells him she has been seeing Lola's boyfriend only to provoke him into killing the suspicious Lola in a jealous rage.
1: Jeez Louise.
0: Neff, now disgusted, is about to kill Phyllis when she shoots him first. Neff is about. Okay,
1: hold on. Let's talk about that scene because he comes into the house. He tells her- leave the door unlocked, and leave all the lights off. And then he comes into the house. First of all, she puts a gun under the seat cushion of the chair and then sits on it.
0: Seems like a bad idea.
1: Totally. Especially then. I don't know what kind of safeties they had on guns then. And then they're having a heated discussion, and he goes, I don't like that music anymore. And he walks over to the window and closes it. And that's when she shoots him. I feel like he knew she was going to shoot him. I
0: feel like if... He's already committed murder, and now he's finding out that she he, she has probably killed her or his, what's-his-face's no. ex-wife? Oh, yeah. The original Mrs. The DePay original true. one. And that all of this was happening, I don't feel like he should turn his back on her.
1: Women. Women are weak. While that is true, I don't <laughs> No, because the way they said that she killed the other woman was that she, like, Knew the woman was sick and opened all the windows in the house when it was cold out. Like mm-hmm. that—that's all she did. So he probably didn't think she had it in her and he'll shoot him.
0: I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't turn her back. I feel be, because I'm I just telling what, you what I think. What is. his rational yeah. rationale was.
1: Rationale, yeah. Not rational. Rational.
0: Uh, I feel like that. I just d- don't turn her back.
1: Yes, but also I don't think he thought she was going to shoot him. He didn't know she was sitting on a gun.
0: Neff is badly wounded but still standing and walks toward her, telling her to shoot again. Phyllis does not shoot, and he takes a gun from her. She says she never loved him or anyone else and had been using him all along until a minute ago when I couldn't fire that second shot. Neff coldly says he does not believe this new ploy. Phyllis hugs him tightly, but then pulls away and looks up at him, startled that he has not responded. Neff says goodbye, baby, then shoots and kills her. Before leaving, he convinces Nino to not go inside because Phyllis was responsible for trying to break up him and Lola. Neff convinces him that she still loves him, and she's still waiting for him to call her. Nino reluctantly agrees to call Lola and takes his quarter. Neff then drives to the office where he dictates his full confession to Keys, who arrives and hears enough of the confession to understand everything. Neff tells Keys he's going to Mexico rather than face a death sentence, but he collapses to the floor before he can reach
1: <laughs> He barely the made it to the office. What how did where I
0: yep, don't know. I
1: understand that they're like in Los Angeles, but like mm-hmm. you're not that close to Mexico. Yeah.
0: There was an alternate ending that was shocked. Oh, really? In the alternate ending that was shot, it had Neff being caught by the police and executed by going to the gas chamber whilst Keyes looks on in despair. Billy Wilder decided it would be poignant and fitting for both characters if instead Neff were to die in his office with Keys by his side as he re- expressed his regret. The footage is lost, but stills of the scene still exist. Which I 100% believe that... I, I would have been shocked if there was not that alternate ending. See, Did, I like the
1: way it ended, though. No,
0: but in the four, back in that time, back in my day, the audience expected a comeuppance. Like, not oh. just death, but expected a, like, by the law. Right. Um, yeah. He got a horrible oh, movie. Is it? Yeah, there's a Hitchcock movie where they had add an ending just for that. And I want to say it was the one with Farley Granger, and I think it's Strangers on a Train, but I might be mistaken, where. They do all this thing. And then at the end, they turn on the radio and they talk about the person being caught. Oh. And they added that scene just because pe- the audience expected the comeuppance to like whoever the, did the. The
1: thing. studio decided it yeah. needed to be done that way.
0: Yeah. And so I, I would have been surprised if there wasn't some type of an ending, alternative ending like that.
1: I'm glad they didn't use it. Yeah.
0: I think it's much I like it better it being is.
1: like, because they don't really show him dying it can be assumed that he's dying laying there on the ground but i don't know i liked the open-endedness of it because you don't know if he's gonna die right there or if they're gonna take him heal him and then kill him like you just don't know
0: yeah definitely and i like that so i have a few bits of information background stuff edward g robinson who played keys he was initially reluctant to sign on and it was largely stemmed from the fact he did not want to be the third lead. He didn't want to hmm. be this because he was used to become being the lead. Really? Eventually. Okay. Yeah. Eventually he realized that he was at a transitional phase of his career, plus the fact that he was actually getting paid the same as Stanwyck and McMurray for doing less work. Wow. <laughs> so I think that made him okay, I'll join this. Dang. I think he and I don't know if I've actually ever seen, but he I think he like played like Mob bosses, like those type of criminal. He always had the lead, but it wasn't like a leading man type role. Okay,
1: I could see that. It
0: was like a James Cagney type movie. Um, Barbara Stanwyck wore a wig in the movie, and she's wearing it throughout the movie, and it was the idea of Billy Wilder. A month into shooting, Wilder suddenly realized how bad it looked, but by then it was too late to reshoot the earlier scenes. It does
1: not look great. To
0: rationalize this mistake in later interviews, he claimed that the bad-looking wig was intentional.
1: It was intentional? Yeah.
0: Yeah. When Walter Neff first meets Phyllis, much attention is made to her anklet. Urban legend states that a married woman wears an anklet to indicate she is married but available to other men. What? Why? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't understand that.
0: Billy Wilder and Raymond Chandler did not get along while writing this movie. They wrote the script together. It was a process that was apparently filled with arguments. Wilder claimed that he flaunted his womanizing ability and at the time just to torment the sexually repressed Chandler. And Chandler hated the experience of writing the script with Billy Wilder. I film Panic
1: was in a... What? She was in an Elvis movie. Which one? Rast about. Never heard of it. I feel like I've seen her in something else and I'm like trying to look <laughs> through her filmography and I can't find anything.
0: The film was nominated for seven Academy Awards, but it lost out to Going My Way. Mm-hmm. who's in that
1: going my way
0: yeah I don't know. being Crosby he plays oh, a priest
1: I thought you were genuinely asking me no
0: I I knew I'm sure there are other people living with, but he's the one I was thinking
1: you were just being sneaky
0: the character Walter Ness was originally named Walter Ness but Billy Wilder found out that there was a man living in Beverly Hills named Walter Ness who was actually an insurance salesman oh, to avoid wow. being sued for defamation of character they changed the name wow <laughs> In the 70s, Paramount actually wanted to remake the movie with Robert Redford in the title role, which would have been amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm not down.
0: Oh, it would have been good. Robert Redford's good at anything.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not.
0: Stanwyck was the first choice to play Phyllis, but she was unnerved when saying the role was of a ruthless killer. When she expressed her concern to Billy Wilder, he asked her, are you a mouse or an actress? So there you go. <laughs>
1: Those are your choices. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to say you don't want to do it.
0: She could have said she didn't want to do it. But that's all I've got for that movie. What is your favorite Billy Wilder film? Can you think yeah. of any other film? I mean, Sunset Boulevard. Is Sound Like one a Hot. You know.
1: Doesn't he do that one? Sound
0: Like It Hot. Hmm? Sabrina.
1: Oh, I think it's going to be Sabrina, but I'm wanna, Set, wanna,
0: Seven uh, Rich. It's
1: a good one, too. He but did the I Apartment. Think, he think did a lot of really
0: good movies. He did.
1: I think Sabrina might be my favorite though. Let me look through his list. I think it's Sabrina. I love that movie so much. I could watch that movie all day, every day. I love it so much. Really? I love that movie. Silag 17, that's what it's
0: called. Slag 17. Oh yeah, he's
1: 17. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna watch Love in the Afternoon. He did that one. Yeah.
0: So your favorite Spirit St. We actually have the movie on DVD. So your favorite is Sabrina. Sabrina.
1: I love that movie all right. so much.
0: I that's a good movie. It's definitely not in my top tier of movies. He did Ocean's
1: Off. Eleven, like in the nineteen sixties.
0: I figured Ocean's he didn't 11. do the nineties version.
1: I like just for the audience, I just want them to know. Okay.
0: Who's in who's in Oceans Eleven?
1: The Rat Pack.
0: Yeah, they are. <laughs> I love me the Rat Pack.
1: Okay, but All yeah, five so of them. which one's your favorite?
0: Well, oh, the number one comedy in the world is Some Like It Hot. So *Some Like It Hot is... It's
1: good. I like it. I, it's just not my favorite. It's movie. the best
0: comedy, in, in my opinion. I love that movie. With the best ending line of any movie. What's the
1: ending line?
0: Where he says where Jack Lemmon's character takes off his wig, and Osgood has been in love with Jack Lemmon's female mm-hmm. character the whole time, as he's been in drag. Mm-hmm. And he takes off... And he says, you can't, we can't get married. He says, why not? Oh, and he makes a bunch of excuses, and um, Osgood always gives a reason. Well, that's okay, because blah, blah, blah. And then she, he finally says, okay, I'm a man. And Osgood says, nobody's perfect. Then Jack Lemmon faces the camera, and just, and then it just goes black.
1: I like
0: it. And I like that I like that end to a movie. Who in Gilmore Girls likes this movie?
1: Emily said she likes
0: it. Who else? I feel like for the older movies, it's too... It's, Low-hanging fruit to guess the... Uh, but
1: she said she liked it. I know, but we
0: also said that the person making the reference... all right,
1: all right, all right. But also, I think
0: both of the Gilmore parents probably like this movie.
1: Oh, I think Miss Patty likes it. I think She, she likes old movies, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah, I think she likes the whole Femme Fatale kind of thing.
0: Okay. I bet she does. I bet she does. you know I these she's got a more good
1: Hollywood story of Barbara Stanwyck, too.
0: Does she ever mention her name? Because sometimes she mentions names.
1: No, she's mentioned Betty Davis... Okay. And I feel like other ones. Alright. She mentions the Copa Cabana. <laughs> it all comes
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to the Copa Cabana. How many cups of coffee do you give this movie? Eight.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you give it? That's what
0: I was gonna give it. That's oh really? It. Yeah, it
1: was I eight. didn't
0: think you liked it that much. I, I really like, I liked I was I was gonna say I like dwarves, but I've already told you that I've only seen two, but the other one I didn't like. I like I feel like I like Nora's more. I might have seen the Post twice.
1: That oh, yes, we,
0: watched I, that we watched that and that's Nora, isn't it? Yeah, okay. we watched that Okay, together. so I've seen three, and I, I, w- I really in, liked that I think that that's movie. the movie I was is thinking Stan of. Is Stanek in that? I thought She's Sten- not. Okay, I but thought Stan I, was
1: in that. I don't think she is. I originally thought she was, and that's why I was looking through her filmography.
0: Okay. So I think, so, okay, and I really, really, I remember really enjoying that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, The Postman Always Rings Twice. That's... Oh, Lana Turner. Lana Turner. John Garfield. Hume Cronin. Are we going to watch this movie? I don't
1: know. I can't think of a reference off the top of my head. That doesn't mean no.
0: I remember really enjoying it.
1: Yeah. I don't remember why we I watched like it. I like that. I don't know either, but I know we liked it.
0: So I'm going to give it an 8 as well. The next movie is The Miracle Worker.
1: And we're really excited about it. I just, I can't.
0: You don't want to watch The Miracle Worker. I have I have no interest in it. I've seen the play, and the play I watched was not very good. All I remember um, is
1: my sister had to do like a book report thing about Helen Keller and Annie Sullivan. Yeah. And she and her friend were like pretending to be them in the video that we were taping of them. And she was like doing sign language in Annie Sullivan's hand, except she was literally just tapping her fingers. <laughs> like there was no attempt there at all. And that's all I think of when I see them. It's fine. We'll be fine with it.
0: It is not on any streaming service. How
1: are we going to watch? No, where
0: you don't have to pay something.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> you, can, you, can,
0: you can rent it on what's on. And never mind. There's a stream source called Freebie.
1: That's a new one.
0: Okay. It's apparently on there.
1: There's a new show on there that I want to uh-huh.
0: watch. We'll also watch Miracle Worker on there. Okay. It has Patty Duke is in it, I believe, plays yeah. Helen Keller, and Bancroft. Yep. Who is married to Brooks? Oh. I Not mean. anymore, because she passed away.
1: Is are still end- alive?
0: Yes, so what? We're going to end on that sour note. <laughs> All right. In two weeks, we'll watch Miracle Worker. Yep. So we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.